Welcome to episode 103 of the Couch on Ice podcast. As you will notice if you are watching, but you're probably not, <laughs> there is two of us once again. One of us is officially late for the podcast, but it is not Jordan this time. It is Jordan and I here. Yeah, I am here. I made it. <clears throat> He's sick, but I'm here. Little sick, but he showed up just like you need to. Uh, unlike that, un, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reliable person, Chase. That's the word. Um, no, of course, just kidding. Chase is just finishing yeah, just up. Him a hard time. He's just finishing some stuff up. He's gonna join late, but I thought it was fitting to start the podcast a little early without him, because uh, Jordan and I get a little one-on-one time. Uh, and we yeah, can talk kicking it, it old school like the old school podcast that we got like first 60 episodes was just you and i so you missed a very important episode last uh the other day of us doing mm-hmm. our uh conference finals predictions mm-hmm. now chase and i said ours i will repeat mine again uh after you talk about yours but this is a jordan segment i'm done talking for a bit I'm going to throw it over to you. Which series would you like to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about... Honestly, both of my picks are, are controversial. I'm picking the underdog in both series. Let's All start right. with Edmonton. Start with Edmonton. I'm picking Edmonton in seven. Defend. My mindset is McDavid has not gotten this far just to lose in the conference final. The individual playoff performance that he's putting up is spectacular, and I'm done betting against him. <laughs> I've been a very harsh Oiler critic, but I'm done betting against him. Fair enough. So what makes you bet against the abs? That's what I'm more intrigued about. Honestly, nothing. Like, if, if McDavid was just playing like normal McDavid, like, you know, the alien he is, but still McDavid... I would probably bet the abs. At this point, they're 2 nothing up, so even saying Edmonton is, is very bold. Absolutely, but we're talking about predictions from two days ago, not predictions from yeah. today. We're yeah. not letting the past two games influence you here. Exactly. But... I'm still I'm still with it. I'm still Edmonton and seven. Interesting. Crazy that you go that way. Now, let's flip it to the yeah. other side. What do yeah, you got? The crazy one. With the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, and New York Rangers. I had Tampa to the cup, but I don't know if I'm going to pick it this round. Ooh. I think I'm going to go New York in seven as well. I think both game sevens. Shesterkin, man. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the battle of the goalies, and I thought it was going to be the best versus the second best there right now. I couldn't tell you which is which. Oh, exactly. Well, I could, um, unfortunately. It's not the guy I would like to be saying it was. In yeah. Um, yeah, what like, about Tampa? Don't get me wrong, the Rangers aren't like, they're not the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're not cohesive and like really a unit. Like a, right. a, a really big playoff team is what Tampa is. 
this Rangers team is just kind of like a lot of individual talent, but it's working at the moment because they have a lot of individually extremely talented people. Right. Yeah. They're they're the most interesting team I've seen because like Certainly it, like it the is most wild card team. In, it is in the such floor. such a gallant team where it's like this team shouldn't be good. Um, yeah, but, but it is it good. It, it doesn't look that good, so but it is. It, it works. What they're doing works. And I couldn't agree more with that. But, except for the predictions, uh, since you didn't hear mine, I went Tampa in six, I believe, because mm. I think I thought the Rangers were just going to get absolutely pummeled by this team. Uh, apparently not by the way it's looking right now. At least Shosturkin isn't, and that's the key. Um, yeah. And then on the other side, like, I'd pick Colorado and I think, seven. Um, yeah. No, I don't blame you. Both of them are, are – that is the finals matchup I predicted. Yeah. Right there. Other Like, other than Calgary, it, it would have been Calgary. Other, like, I don't know Calgary would have made it to the final. I thought they were going to the conference. I thought they were going to go to the cup, honestly, in my bracket yeah, before playoffs. I, I really thought so, too, but I wasn't certain. Um, uh, I, when this was the I two was teams, pretty, I kind of thought. I wasn't like certain, but I was like, man, they got a pretty fucking easy go no matter who they play. Like, yeah. They play... Well, and the way they were playing in the regular season, they were just so fucking... Yeah, and they could and shut Mark people Trump down. Markstrom was unstoppable, and then he was stoppable. <laughs> Hi everyone, uh, it's the next day, you're not going to notice much of a difference, it's going to be a quick cut, but for us it is the next day, uh, computer started to crash a little bit and it was getting not great, so we just kind of scrapped for the night, Chase was busy doing stuff, uh, watching hockey, getting all that fun stuff going, so we just decided let's, let's just push it to the next night after the Oilers abs games. But so you heard our predictions, our Jord or Jordan's predictions. Sorry, Chase is now here. You didn't get to hear his predictions. Jordan, do you want to quickly throw your predictions back out to Chase, even though the listeners literally just heard it? Yeah, uh, uh, <clears throat> I had two game sevens, <clears throat> and I had both of them. Game seven. Seven, and I had New York seven. Nice, nice. I'm actually trying to remember what I even said on the old pod. I think I was said fucking Rangers in seven and uh, Colorado in five, if, if you can remember. Is that what yeah, I said, right? I, I can't. I think so, but I, I couldn't remember my sure own. I, said. I couldn't remember my own, <laughs> let alone remember yours. <laughs> Like if if I asked Best. if I said to you Chase right now what was my predictions could you even have a guess because I don't know if I could on my own. Um, I know you picked Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, in like I seven. I think it was in six or six seven. Or seven. Or six. Like that. Maybe it was six. Remember exactly the games, but um, and uh, Colorado. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You, pretty sure you took Colorado. Colorado in like six or something. I don't know, but. Yeah. Apparently, uh, maybe wrong about that, but which, uh, which series do we, yeah, do we just want to jump into it and start talking about the games that happened over the past bit? Uh, what series do you guys want to start with? Let's, I mean, the one we just watched. 
Okay, let's talk about the Edmonton-Colorado series, running it back to uh, game two, I guess. Uh, Jordan, do you want to start that one where Colorado won 4 nothing? Yeah. Dang. Pull up what I wrote down. Uh, that, oh, yes, exactly. I remember that that one was. That game was defensive error city for the Edmonton Oilers. Two of their goals, one or sorry, two of their goals were defensive errors that led to turnovers and obviously goals, and that's not good enough. Like, this has been the biggest issue for Edmonton, surprisingly more than goaltending. It's been <laughs> defensive liability. Yeah, old uh, Duncan Keith has to be really awesome, or else it's not usually a good time, but. Somebody surprising that hasn't been very great was Darnell Nurse. Been kind of a, a numpty out there. The one guy getting a penalty and kind of getting a little over-aggressive. Or, yeah, I don't know. It's, but, uh, this, uh, well, I guess these for a couple games, but whatever. Like, I don't know. What do you guys feel about Nurse? How do you think his performance has been through the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. Insanely impressed with it. Uh, pretty, pretty uneventful, frankly. And when it has been eventful, it's not been the good things. Okay. I don't. It's not been bad. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, he's the problem. No, he's the issue. But like, he does little things that are problems that either lead to goals or chances or just momentum shifts, which can be killers in themselves. But yep. like tonight, like. It's the small thing. It, it, the puck goes off his foot and, like, floats in, like... Yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, he goes to, like, stop it, and it chips off his stick and goes in. It's like, wow, it, what are the chances? Hey? Like, that's, wow. right. that's a dumb one, but it's just that, like, the fact that he's trying to help, but it's like, like, a lot of the times he's doing this, it's like, like, it's really backfiring, like, obliviously shooting them in the foot, and it's just strange to see yeah, it, it it literally feels like he has a hex on him. <laughs> and to, I put a hex on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no doubt, no, no, it's weird. It's weird, but yeah. No. Just needs a couple good games, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm this this Oilers team. I'm not but, like disappointed in them by any means. Like, well, I guess I am. They're just average right now this Colorado team really scares them when Colorado moves and is really fast if Edmonton keeps up they're just as good as a hockey team but the issue is they don't keep up long enough for games yeah the defense is absolutely overmatched like comparing the two to what they have to do that uh, top line and Taze and McCarr does so well against anybody good yeah. so uh that that usually that usually works fairly well against mcdavid but yeah so it's, it's the bottom bottom guys that are just getting kind of chewed up at times um yeah. and this 4-0 game a lot of it was like i was talking with like nurse and cc them just not having the spectacular game things just seeming to go not exactly the right way for them yeah. it was obviously it was a it was a weirder weirder set what was that that 
two minutes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was two minutes. They got three goals. Three like, goals. Just really, things changed quickly. Um, but uh, I had a lot of hope for them to go into the game, game three there, come back home. But yeah, I I kind of want to. I, I do want to start with this one because I actually have really good things to say about the Oilers to start. For the first 10 minutes of this game, maybe even 15 actually, even though they had a five-minute penalty kill, the Oilers were completely <laughs> dominating Colorado. Like, Colorado had the extra player and you couldn't tell about two minutes of the five. Like... They weren't poor. It's just Edmonton were faster. They were. They had an extra jump. They were beating them to pucks. They were winning 50-50s. They were just being that extra little chippy, throwing that extra hit. And there's a couple times where they had chances, and like McDavid had a pure chance where he tried to pass a dry cell where he's in the slot. Just shoot it. Just shoot that. Like you're looking at a backup goalie. You're the best player in the world. You're off the rush. Shoot it. But... I don't know what yeah. happened after that. Uh, Chase, do you want to talk about the shift <laughs> uh, in the game when Colorado kind of started to take more of the strangle? Uh, yeah, like it was, well, going into the third, it was pretty pretty decent. Um, Ryan McLeod gets that goal, like really lifting the team, uh, tying it back up. He's been just fire. He had a fire game play. He ended up playing 17 minutes, five minutes shorthanded almost five and a half so um just uh popping that goal and really felt like uh this was gonna go almost the the, the length here and it was really up for grabs but old clutch buddy jt comp for getting it done for the for the abs man like what a he has been there when they really need him uh, yeah just he's... for those that producing at those random times i believe he's like pretty much the reason they beat St. Louis in that game six, getting a couple goals. Um, uh, yeah, so he kind of put the old uh, ex- light uh, kind of out there. Really, Colorado made sure there wasn't really too much that could happen. Yeah. Other than, uh, I believe, that huge Frank Francois, uh stab, glove save. Um, I think that was on, who the hell was that on now? I can't oh, remember either. He was brilliant. Oh, I can't remember. No, it was it was gross though. It was, he was, it was really like, good. Francis. He, he dropped over or slid over. Sorry. Yeah, it was it was wow. Nice to see the old right-handed uh, snag. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Love to, see, to it. see it. But, uh, yeah. but it was cool to see Radman. Like, uh, do you see Radman fucking just straight up? Just be a boss at the end and get that. Uh, Where he dove. Or just, just straight up reading exactly what they're doing. And they're yeah. And just skates down. And well, <laughs> like. <in> the net. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't want to give Game too over. much credit to Ranton. Like he was very good, but like when you throw it right across the high slot the high high slot (laughs) where it's congested and there's about five players between each team standing there and you're like it's a turnover it's like okay what why are you trying to force it through the middle there why aren't you bringing it along the boards and winning the 50 50s or something like it's 
I get you're trying to get to McDavid, but like, work your way to getting it to McDavid. Wait until he gets his free. That's when he'll be scary and make something work. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it was a big mistake. I don't even know who made the pass. I think it was Barry, maybe, uh, who just whipped it across, just right to <laughs> Ranton, and right, who is standing in the right spot. Which yeah, I'll give him credit for yeah, that. All he had to do was just like, oh, he might do this, and then once he did it, he just took a step forward. And it huh? Was if over. if I stay right in line with McDavid and the puck, there's a probably seventy percent chance that yeah. puck's gonna come towards me. So yeah, yeah, no, it was like, oh man, I really thought uh, they were, the old Oilers were gonna pull that off after McLeod scored, but. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, once again, more of a fight in this series. I don't I'm think it's... Like, I... The big thing for me is it seems like the mentality of the Oilers has gone down every single game. Like, a big player for me has been Evander Kane. The first two games, he was electric. He was... Even though they lost the second game, he was one of the better players on the ice. This third game, Evander Kane was one of the worst players on the ice, and he... Obviously, he had that five-minute major. Um, yeah. He yeah. might be the first NHL player to really be affected by a 5K fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, I can agree with that. It's just, it's tough. It's, the guys haven't been shining certain guys at certain yeah. times. You, haven't you know, really been shining when you needed them. Obviously, McDavid is going to show up. But you need some other guys to show up. He can't do it as a one-man show. Yeah, Dry Dreisaitl, like looks so hurt right now. Like he looks so injured. Like he's been he's been pretty good actually, but he's really battling through something big here. I'm I'm not gonna be surprised yeah. when the playoffs yeah, end and it's gonna be like yeah, I was playing like through a broken knee and stuff like. And he's got a high. A shattered <laughs> ankle or something stupid he's got, and they're just freezing it and like, yeah, taping it together, yeah, um, pumping him with fucking morphine, heroin, <laughs> <laughs> and, or no, that was like Jari, wasn't it? When when Jari came back for that game after the game where his fucking foot was like basically dead. Oh, I'm probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he should probably yeah. shouldn't have played honestly. Like he wasn't no, ready, no, but, but he's, he was yeah, good. He's a leader in the team, so he's a fiery little guy. I like him. I love Jarry. Yep. But anyways, not about yeah. Penguins. Let's uh, let's jump back to. Do you guys have anything else to mention about these games that happen between Colorado and Edmonton? No. Just... Uh... I wish I saw more of a fight from Edmonton. The only other thing I gotta bring up is uh, Evander Kane just straight up cross checking Kadri to the back, just like taking him out. So like we'll see if he's like separated his shoulder or something yeah. like that, because uh, that he's was done. dirty as shit, you know. Kadri's done now. Is it confirmed? Yeah. 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 Uh, from what I was reading. It's very likely that he'll miss the remainder. So. Oh damn, that's yeah, gonna hey. be a big blow to Colorado. Yeah, 
because that's yeah, literally the number two yeah. guy right now in Colorado. So that's oh. that's gonna be a tough one. Landis Cog's probably gonna play second line center, eh? <laughs> I can. wonder. Yeah, they might. Oh, the toss JT Comfort up there. He played all right. Oh, but you want him like just picking apart that bottom yeah. six, like keep him there. I, 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 yeah, you, I don't know. Whatever gets me more fantasy points in, uh, <laughs> in my draft, so I'm gonna win that. I'll, I'll take copper points. I don't think so. I, I, unlikely for me. For me, it's gonna be McKinnon and Landis Cog <laughs> as their one-two centers for the next. The rest of them playoffs. Yeah, well, they did play. Uh, I remember them playing Ratman center for a little bit. So yeah, like they got. Well, they could switch him and Landis Cog. Yeah, exactly. Kind of split them for their strong side. See how it goes. Play them on their strong side for draws and just play Landis Cog in the middle more, maybe. Yeah. 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 No, they could probably cycle through that, figure it out. That'd be pretty decent. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough break. I wonder where they kind of go from here because I don't know if this team's a big task now. Like, you can almost trip ball and still win this series now. Yeah. With, uh, three, with that win. With 3-0 up, absolutely. Now, it it's worth noting there's, I believe, five, four teams in his NHL history that have won, come back from 3 nothing. Uh, does that sound right? Four teams... Four right. or five? Uh, I don't know actually for sure. I'm just. I want to say it was seven, but I don't know why. Okay, fair enough. It's around that range. Well, let's say. <laughs> will no. Will Edmonton be? Do you guys believe Edmonton can genuinely come back three oh, yeah. against this car? If there's any team that could, a team with Connor McDavid is the team. Yeah, okay, let me let let me rephrase it. If do you believe they will this year, right now? And this, this year, year right year, now, right with now. everything we've seen up to this point, will Edmonton be able to reverse sweep? I would absolutely love to say yes, especially because I predicted a, a game seven win. That would fit my prediction, but I I don't. I think yeah, like already feeling down and out, and that's just a recipe for disaster. Chase? Yeah, I just don't see it happening, man. Like, I can't I can't see it happen. Your defense would just have to play oh so good. Yeah, don't get like years about 15. <laughs> yeah, like, and he plays really good some games, but man, yeah, no, it just can't happen. I, I wish it could because it would be fun to watch. Um, I like how everybody's progressed. But yeah, guys like Paul Yarby, Yamamoto being out, just kind of starting to work your way to not be in the best situation like Tampa with uh, not having point around, you know. Sometimes it does affect you. Carolina maybe not what if just like Toronto the other year? What if they had Freddie and like you know all that shit? So right, kind of sucks when you get down to the wickets and what if we had Jari and legs? Smallest the injury count in the playoffs. What if Crosby didn't get hurt for two games? Like small yep. stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, anything can happen. 
But uh, not a chance will this Edmonton team come back in my mind. I picked Colorado from the beginning. I sure as hell believe they'll go through, even though Codger's out. Uh, it'll be more of a challenge. I still think Edmonton, I, I thought they were due to win this game. I was going into this game like they're going to win. I think they're going to win tonight because they kind of have to. They look more determined before game they did, at least early in the game. They looked fantastic for the most part. And then just started fading away. Colorado started gaining more control. And they can't handle them off the yeah. rush. I, I do think Edmonton will win a game or two. But yeah, I think they'll win that next game too, man. I, I really do. Like, they have to win one five. of these. This At this point, I don't think so. I think they're going to get swept. <laughs> uh, if any chance like now, Kadri being sleep, out. Sleep. Yeah, with Kadri yeah, being out, I can't. Chance now to win, it's now. I, like, I do believe, like, oh. What like do you it. mean? Go get that home game. Go get them ticket sales, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta get that extra revenue, that looks extra little bonus yeah. for the players. Um, yeah. But I think that's all we got for this series for at this point until Word. next podcast maybe it'll be over by then let's move over to the other the eastern conference finals uh i'm gonna throw it over to you chase because you kind of predicted this the best seemingly so you can gloat <laughs> i did say rangers hey didn't i you did say rangers but i vote yeah, they're fucking good. Hey, Keandre Miller, like they're kind of, they can't afford this guy. He's gonna have to take a hometown discount or feel like he needs to only take four mil during the Truba contract or something like that. Like it's like Truba out, or you don't keep Keandre don't, the way. Don't he's, they have another year? Playing right now. Don't they get next like, year? Guy's... I believe it's some. Sorry, I thought I knew that I'm going in. I I think it's. I think I they think got I, one more year left before they got yes, a deal with it. Yes, they do have one more. They do have one more year. So, so that's cool. going to take like a pretty sweet deal for like uh, three years, which is going to be pretty tough um, because you're going to have like Laffy up and uh, believe Kako possibly. No, Kako's up. I believe this year, isn't he? Yeah. It's this year. Yeah, for the clock goes up this year. But yeah, so yeah, he's. It's it's pretty crazy. I just think he's. I don't believe that much in Truba being a great hockey player. I think he's great at certain things, and he's very useful for the defensive aspect, shorthanded, kind of those, the edgier style. But uh, with Keandre Miller, this team's like almost nothing. Um, he brings that extra depth. He's like Bowen Byram on Colorado. He really turns the wow. tide to make things happen. Not like all the time, obviously, because uh, we all yeah. know what's truly happening up there. This Adam Fox guy is just like he's great. He's just straight up getting records and shit, man. Like getting like a point or two every game. He's involved in everything. Um, it's <laughs> that, the team's fun to watch, man. Especially when they're winning. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they're winning. Uh, the kid line. Fantastic. That's what you need. You need, you need three lines involved, and we're, we're seeing it. Uh, Zabenajab hasn't gone away. We could use a little more Panarin, but 
like I said, when you're getting Fox getting two points every other game, that kind of cuts away from really needing a line to score. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and you know uh, what? I I was so excited to see the best goalie in the world play, and I did not think he'd be playing in New York. But holy <laughs> shit, I prefer been literally the best. He has, yeah. he's seen the bar that Vasilevsky set, and he says, okay, I match. Yeah. yeah, man, there was there was three games in a row or something like that, but he got the exact same stuff, like the yeah. same saves, yeah. same percentage. Like yeah. it was same saves, same amount seen. of shots, exact same yeah. percentage, exact goals against. Yeah, it was it was um, identical. So yeah, everything's been going very well for him. Um, one thing I want to point out about Vasilevsky is that I think it's it's kind of been the trend this against uh, um, the Leafs more or less, sorry, was that he wasn't really hot coming out the gate, and he just got better as the games got more important, Yeah. and so did the team, so um, definitely good for them that they're going home, it's good, to, like, you know, he can really change the series and quiet everybody down. With He's two, looked like a third string, two and that, I don't think I'd have, have ever even thought I would say that about Vasilevsky. Saying a third string, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he's looked awful. dropping the bomb. That's like giving the guy the bomb halfway through yeah. the year when he's on like I a twenty point game pointless streak. <laughs> yeah. Too too bad instead of twenty bad games it's two for Jordan. Yeah. he's set the mark right. <laughs> Instead of instead true, of a instead of a short leash, Jordan just holds the dog by the collar so he doesn't get yeah. away. <laughs> he doesn't even bother with the with the leash. Well, that dog is Andre Vasilevsky. Why not? You know what? That's the dog that listens the best in the world. Uh. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's not. It hasn't been amazing, but it it hasn't been amazing for the whole team here. They could all yeah. play that little bit better. Well, and I think Ryland said it best, like. This team, you see the heartbeat is missing, Braden Point. Yeah, that's what right. He, like, I did say off. that, Chase. I did say what that. What he brings is... I yeah, said Ryan that. Ryland said that. I said that <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> don't re- don't rewind the podcast and show. I said that. Whoever Jordan said, said it. I said it. Their point was very valid. Braden Point is unbelievable <laughs> in the playoff. Like, the guy oh, yeah. steps up a level in the playoffs. He relishes playing in the playoffs. Where do I come up with this stuff, guys? Nick Paul, hey, you were talking about Nick Paul. Nick Paul fucking hell. Got yeah. minutes. This guy's fucking lightning out there. Got some fucking genius calls. Yeah. Nick Paul's been uh, very, very solid, but no, you guys said best with the point. Um, specifically, Chase, obviously, saying it. Uh, yeah, they really miss him. Vasilevsky needs to start heating up. I'd like to see Kucherov do a little bit more. Um, he's not been bad, but he's not. It's like the Panarin thing, right? Like, it's just. It's much funner when these guys are. Just fucking scary when they yes. step on the ice. They're know? not that scary right now. Well, like you just notice instantly that they're on the ice. So, yeah, that's my thing. I'm I'm not writing them out by at all. Like this Rangers team has 
very skid moments of time in this playoffs where they've been just very poor or very below average. And Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay, the back-to-back reigning Stanley Cup champions, um, ageless veterans, the best D-man, the biggest D-man, just everything you need to win a Stanley Cup. The Tampa Bay have to come back. It will be hard with the Rangers being too up. I know. I uh, the podcast at least heard me, so that's all that matters. I talked about how Tampa has a good chance to come back because they're the reigning cup champs. However, this Rangers team is up to nothing. Well, and I was saying that we see flashes where this team is still Tampa Bay. Like game two, the last three to five minutes, Tampa Bay had like a really good hole. They were really fucking good. Yeah, they haven't been poor in this in these games. It's just they're not out. Oh, the Rangers really know how to score right now. They're very really figured out how to score in the playoffs quickly, and that's what I wondered if they'd struggle with at the start. Like, but no, like you guys said, Fox, like like Chase said, um, or no, I'm pretty sure Jordan said it. Um, Fox yeah, and Fox probably. and yeah, are just just absolutely lighting it up right now. Um, of course, it Thinking would be nine hundred and twenty-five k. This guy, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. He wins the Norris Trophy, make it on a second year that deal. That is insane. Like entry level deal. That is insane. Um, I also want to throw in uh, Philip Heidel, who has been just the best third line center that this team needed he's really he's really stepped his defensive game up which is something we've been expecting from him for a couple years now and he's been a threat offensively he's always just kind of been average like you've seen the flashes but he just never could put it together but like he's starting to actually put it together in between laughing tackle so i'm really impressed with that like that's one thing they desperately needed for this team to be gone this far into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, without him doing that, like you said, I don't think they'd have gone this far. More importantly, yeah, I don't think he'd be in this team. Yeah, like without that center, those three centers playing as well as they have in the roles yeah, they needed man. to play, they they would have been out. They could have been out in any of these series, any. Yeah, that's been uh, super super clutch line, like a. Um, mentioned and earlier with uh, like Kako, that was the goal I was thinking about when he just came out and dangled that guy and passed it to Chido. Like, that was just nasty. Like, um, these guys are really working well together. I thought I remember a quote uh, here about uh, Laffy basically just saying how we play like the buddy buddy sort of system where you're you're always supporting each other, somebody's yeah. always close, so you can always make a move or shovel it back down and kind of do stuff like that and they got like a uh, modern line they got kind of like a modern like north american like mental line um even though Uh, they're two not non-north americans yeah yeah and this is all just the magic work of gallant here like i just love this guy as a coach he's I think it's because he's played with like the wings and stuff back in the day. He's, I don't know how how he plays his games and how he plays his lines and stuff like that. And the style, it's I don't know. It's a lot like how I like to yeah, see guys play. 
Yeah, he, he seems to go by a philosophy, at least a philosophy that I read off from is like, you can win a hockey game in 10 minutes out of the 60, so make sure you're the best team out of those 10 minutes you can win the hockey game. And it, it really resonates where, like I mentioned constantly, there's multiple games you notice like 30 to 45 minutes. They are look like the worst team, don't have possession, all that type of stuff. But in those 15 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever the case is, that they get their chances, they are the best team, not and a better team. It's the best. so common we see moments of individual brilliance from this team, especially in those moments. Like, And that's something we don't really see in a lot of other teams. Just the, the ability to say, like, all right, you do you because you are that fucking good especially offensively yeah it's not like it's not like colorado where they thrive off of waves and waves of offense their team like the rangers can do it with limited chances yeah it's a moment of just individual brilliance and there's a goal like yeah man the reason i see see uh them and uh avalanche getting to the final is their power plays like once you get those five guys on the ice like it's fucking insane like yeah i'm I'm pretty sure i've been mentioning their power play all 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 year Um. (laughs) Um, like it's uh what they're able to do with uh um strome and panarin and uh fox and those guys like how they bounce it back in between with strome just to get people to collapse in and then they go around and hit zibanejab on the far side like, it's just all day, every day, Criders are tipping it, or he's off to the side, um, tipping it, basically half-shooting. Like, it's, they have they yeah. have that down pack, yeah. and same with the Avalanche. Like, McCarr, McKinnon, Landis, Gog, and Rantanen out there. Like, Kadri kind of plays that bumper middle spot. They, Not anymore. Their passing's perfect. It's, quarterback it's in the yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's it is really unfortunate just thinking about it right now that Kadri could have just played his last game as a Colorado Avalanche right there. Yeah, that um, hasn't really sunk in yet for me. I'll tell you that. Yeah, holy That's crap! Rough. I literally just thought of that. Um, I have a quick question. I can't believe I thought they were gonna kick him out. Honestly. I thought they were going to kick Kane out, because that's, like that's a pretty textbook fucking, like, no doubt right there. Like, yeah. if he was super not cutting in at that time, and still kind of going straight back. I like, I think the only... That, that would have been head, head first, man, you know? Like, that, was, that could have been super bad. But... I think the only reason... Yeah, actually, no, I don't know. I genuinely don't know why they didn't. I don't either. I thought I had a reason, but I'm definitely wrong in it. Um, yeah, like, it's, like, I don't weird. know. I just, it's so weird because, like, obviously we're used to minor hockey, more or less, and, like, how, like, you would think normal rules are, but the NHL just calls penalties much yeah. different. Yeah, they um, do. Especially playoffs. You just, you just can't cross-check somebody from behind No. in the red zone. Or in the danger zone, sorry, and that's that's anytime. That's that, that, you're <laughs> out. You're out of the game. You get kicked out every time that happens. Like it's so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just cross checking from behind. Like you're taught that from the beginning. You start skating. That cross checking from behind is like a no no. So it's yeah. one of the number one things you learn as a kid growing up. Um, but 
I got uh, I got nothing else to say except for one final thing to close out that series with. Uh, should the New York Rangers win the cup, who goes and picks it up? Oh, yeah, right. They don't have oh, a captain, Chris so oh, Chris oh. Peter. Chris Peter. Yeah, Chris yeah. will get that shit. Yeah. I think he's the vet in that team. I think he should be the captain. He should be the captain too. Him or Fox to me. It's yeah. it's him or Fox. I get really. waiting on Fox, but I think he should be like the honorary captain. Yeah. I, I wonder if uh I, I wonder if he'll bring all the assistants up like all of them at the same time will hoist it. Imagine <laughs> that. They'll take the picture with the Stanley Cup. Just to be different. Devin, and then he'll yeah, then he'll lift it up, and then those guys will take it or some shit. I don't yeah. know, maybe that. Who the fuck knows, man? So like, like, Do they think about that shit? Like, do you actually plan that shit out? You don't actually plan that shit out. I don't know, I don't like... Not until you're, like, actually... In I'm sure the coach... Like, these guys are superstitious. I wouldn't fuck it. If I'm I sure... Any sort of... Uh, not doing it. Like, Look. Any sort of superstition or no. Look, if, if if Stevie Iserman, after a late, late day of long hockey talk, will go home and take a big old fat bong rip, you're telling me that an NHL coach won't just be like, you know what, I'm going to do the same, go take a nice nap, and he won't think in that moment, Jared Gallant's not like, we don't have a captain. We're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Who's going to lift it? <laughs> He's going to have that in the back of his mind when he takes that, that fat bong rip with Stevie Y on some random Vegas Vegas vacation that NHL staff goes on. skates and send him out there and do it. I don't know. I thought about it. So I imagine someone in the Rangers has thought about it where, like, you know, this is a decision that's going to need to be made potentially. No? No? <laughs> I guess not. But, guys, do you have anything like else? Years. You Two guys... years with the Lightning, and that's it. Like, Hell, he played with the Detroit Vipers, boys. <laughs> Who's that, Gallant? Yeah, in the IHL. Nice. Still don't know what that is. Nice, neither do I. Um, anyways... <laughs> That is all I got. Do you guys have anything else to say before we close out this podcast? No. I'm going to assume that dead silence is a no because we're starting to cut out anyways. So good time to close it. Uh, Go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at the Couch on Ice podcast and we will see you guys next week potentially with our stanley cup finalists but catch you later guys bye now